I've been doing a lot of thought about fear-mongering. We've seen a lot of fear-mongering going on over the past couple years. A definition I found for the term fear-mongering is the use of fear to influence the opinions and actions of others towards some specific end. The feared object or subject is sometimes exaggerated, and the pattern of fear-mongering is usually one of repetition. In order to continuously reinforce the intended effects of this tactic, sometimes in the form of a vicious circle. One of the best-known examples in American politics is the Daisy television commercial. I remember this one well. A famous campaign television advertisement beginning with a little girl standing in a meadow with chirping birds, picking the petals of a daisy while counting each petal slowly. When she reaches the number nine, an ominous-sounding male voice is then heard counting down a missile launch. And as the girl's eyes turn towards something she sees in the sky, the camera zooms in until her pupil fills the screen, blacking it out. When the countdown reaches zero, the blackness is replaced by the flash and mushroom cloud of a nuclear explosion. As the firestorm rages, a voice over from President Johnson states, these are the stakes to make a world in which all of God's children can live or go into the dark. We must either love each other or we must die. Another voiceover then says, vote for President Johnson on November 3rd. The stakes are too high for you to stay home. Another fear-mongering tactic that has been used as long as I can remember is claims that if you don't do what the person wants you to do, that the world is going to end. A global flood, global warming, global cooling, a new ice age, climate change, mass extinctions, global pestilence, mass starvation, a total crash of all computers. These are all claims that have been made over the years, none of which have come true, and the person making the claim never had an explanation. People tend to believe written information, even if the source is not verified. Have you noticed how when you tell someone a story, the first thing they ask is where you heard it? And if you can show them the source, they consider it valid. Information drives society, and unfortunately, the digital space makes it easy to misinterpret information or even spread propaganda. We live in a world in which everything needs to be fast and convenient. Due to short attention spans, nobody wants to ask questions or do their own research. Unlike years ago, when information depended on you reading a newspaper, a book, or taking the time to watch the TV news, or listening to the radio, fear propaganda now spreads like wildfire through social media in seconds. Someone will see an inflammatory headline and share or like it without confirming if it is based on any fact, because it is quick and easy. Without probably realizing it, that makes one an accomplice to fear-mongering. When it comes down to making a quick decision, we often go with the safer option to avoid facing our fears. While some people claim to be fearless, that is simply not true. Everyone fears something. When identified, fear can easily be exploited. Fear of being judged by others can lead someone to give in to comments like, you're gonna kill grandma, you're unpatriotic, you are being selfish, Jesus would have got the vax. Black people are not going to be able to vote, and the list goes on. 
While some may say they are merely sharing the reality so many people are trying to avoid, the truth is that in some cases it's shared deliberately to create a sense of fear and obedience. Over the past couple of years, we have seen mass hysteria and phobias emerge as scare tactics often play on current fears to gain momentum. The mass hysteria and phobias eventually become part of the new normal in which those affected simply do as they are told without asking any questions or needing any reason. We need to have the freedom to choose what we believe in and what we do with our lives. Unfortunately, manipulation is a common tactic used by public figures and the media to spread false or exaggerated news and information in an attempt to create mass panic and obedience. With the rise of social media and digital communication, fear-mongering has become far easier to implement and spread as it takes, all it takes is like or create or share to create mass chaos. In a quote I read by Shay K. Azula, Describing this phenomenon, it states, Fear is a powerful weapon. When people are afraid of their li- for their lives, they'll obey whoever's in charge, whoever claims he can lead them out of the desert, and for that they'll gladly give up all their rights. Fear-mongering is a real threat to our society and has become far easier to achieve with advancing technology and updated means of communication. We need to find a way to protect ourselves from this indoctrination if we are going to try to mitigate the risks associated with this phenomena. What can you do? There's no need to feel helpless in these situations. There are easy steps you can take to filter out rumors, exaggerations, scare tactics, and or someone just trying to further their own agenda. Take a close look at what is being reported. What is the evidence? Who is behind it? Is it politically driven? Is there a motivator adding fuel to the fire? Where did you receive the information from? Was it forwarded or shared multiple times? What are other trusted sources saying? Check several other websites and news organizations. Educate yourself. Stay informed. Don't immediately share. Don't be fooled. Do your homework and take your time. You'll be happy you did. Collective fear is likely to produce an authoritarian mentality, desire for a strong leader, strict discipline, punitiveness, intolerance, xenophobia, and less democracy, according to regality theory. Historically, this effect has been exploited by political entrepreneurs in many countries for purposes such as increasing support for an authoritarian government, avoiding democratization, or preparing the population for war. I'll conclude with a quote by James Bovard in which he stated, as long as enough people can be frightened, then all people can be ruled. That is how it works in a democratic system and mass fear becomes the ticket to destroy rights across the board. I think we've seen a lot of that sort of thing going on over the past couple of years. And unfortunately, a lot of people have fallen for the fear mongering and have decided to comply. And now they've just become obedient sheeple, maybe. 